0: Hello everyone, welcome to Texting Out Loud, the podcast by young people, about everything for everyone. I'm Allie, Diamond,
1: and I'm Sean.
0: <laughs> and welcome back to our podcast.
1: Yay. I
2: can't. Why did you sound so enthusiastic? Like, unenthusiastic. <laughs> it was so funny to me. Okay, moving on. I have, to, I think I have to like, I think the routine is like, I have to comment on the intro every time.
0: Yes. It's just like, honestly, it's part of the intro at this point that we comment on the state of the intro.
2: Always. I'm usually the first one to talk, though, because that's like an issue with me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I was the first one to talk this time.
1: Yeah. All
0: um, right.
1: It's a change.
0: Welcoming our wonderful viewers back to our wonderful podcast.
1: We're glad you're back.
0: We're glad you're back. We're glad you're here. We love you
2: sometimes I forget that like people we know listen to this and yeah. like it it's me. mostly
0: people we know it's only people we know yeah it's
2: only me people we know and I keep forgetting that and I'm like these people know me now because it's weird because I'm like dishing out my personality to people that I don't usually talk to
0: dishing out your personality <laughs> to your history teacher
2: stop stop <laughs> I'm, I'm dead ready, though. <laughs> maybe no, that, that doesn't sit right with me
0: maybe one day uh if we ever blow up uh people like look back on these episodes and be like oh my gosh they sound so tiny
2: or whatever yeah because we're tiny
1: Maybe <laughs> <laughs> just to sound bigger Boom. hi y'all
2: don't even <laughs> so what is this? today Death we're going to
1: be having a topic <laughs> having a topic
2: uh, <laughs> having a topic oh lord um just to remind we're freshmen in high school um so of course we're gonna sound tiny
0: <clears throat> what if like in like 20 years i just like sound like a smoker Help. <laughs> <laughs> like hey y'all <laughs> i can't even do the voice i need someone who could do the voice really well in like seventh grade hold on like how did ah you- uh. <laughs> it's just uh, <laughs> like i'm trying to think of that, and, like uh. one john Mulaney bit that one john Mulaney bit I about like the-, the i did that one crack. John. yeah that's one thing that that one John Mulaney bit about the first was like I used to smoke crack no because that's
2: that's like my okay kid George kid gorgeous gorgeous is my favorite John
0: Mulaney special it's so funny especially the Mick
2: Jagger the Mick Jagger bit is my favorite so funny not funny (laughs) okay no because I I know it's kind of cliche like cliche, for lack of a better phrase, uh, but I love the straight smarts one. I know it's overdone, mm-hmm. but it's so funny for no reason. Straight smarts. <laughs> okay, back to the topic at hand. Um, <laughs> Stay <laughs> down on the yeah. ground. Stay, Stay down, down on, on the ground. ground. Stay down on the ground, you fat mother. <laughs> Except he doesn't no. say that. No, because, okay, never mind. Um <laughs> okay um we really need to get back on track it's a whole section we're just gonna cut out (laughs) it's just this entire segment is just gonna be John Mulaney (laughs) we should do that one though anyway um
0: today we are talking about
2: American education yeah we're talking about the U.S. education system and uh specifically
0: grade school
2: Right. Uh, I have some very strong opinions on this one. Uh, good. Good. Right. Yeah. Coming from students that are uh, currently going through the education system, um, at least the grade school system. We also have opinions on the college um, thing, too. Um, but we're going to focus on grade schools today. And uh, yeah, it's not going to be pretty, but I feel like most of our listeners might agree with us. Hopefully. I don't know. Um <laughs> Who knows but uh my main opinion on the u.s education system is that it sucks yep. uh it i feel like it preps you for failure how so <clears throat> what'd you say how so like oh i thought you said i think you said also and i was like <laughs> okay keep going <laughs> go on continue uh, no. um so i think it like preps you for failure because with the current grading system, right, we're taught that um, good grades are, like, good, right? Um, like, you get a 100, and that's, like, your mental reward, right? You're like, oh, I did so well on that test, right? Well, mm-hmm. in the real life, you're not going to get rewarded after every good thing you do, right? So you kind of, like, lose that satisfaction in one way. And this is just, like, one of the ways that I feel like school preps you for failure. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> like, it's not realistic, in my opinion. Um, They always like in at least teachers try and I'm not putting down teachers here I'm putting down the system teachers are amazing at what they do and they deserve more um but teachers will try to incorporate like real life problems and things like that things you might encounter in a real life situation and that's I mean that's what the students really want right they want stuff that they can apply to real life but when you put it on like a test or something it's kind of it I don't know for me it doesn't really like it's kind of counterproductive in a way at least as a student i don't really know how else to explain it but um i not i don't know i just feel that it's kind of counterproductive that way um what do you
0: mean by counterproductive like
2: like so you try to put something that you're trying to apply to real life right like it, it's a concept that you would apply in real life but you're putting it on a on standardized test you're mm-hmm. never going to take a standardized test in real life you know what i mean because like they're asking it's like a scenario based question right and you what when you're in that scenario are you gonna remember the question that they asked you on a test you know i don't know i don't know how else to explain it because like that sounds like naive the way i'm trying to explain it but like i i don't know how else to word it i I think
1: you can go okay um i think that i agree with that because like If you put, like, a real-world example on a standardized test that's not, like, part of the real world, then that doesn't really equate to me. That's what I'm saying. If you you tested, like, memorization on a standardized test, I think that works better with a standardized test.
0: I feel like real-world scenarios only work on standardized tests with, like, math. Because, like, how are you going to get a real-world scenario in English or science? Because you don't learn... The things you learn in English and science aren't concepts, like specifically the things you learn in English and science aren't concepts you put forth in real life, but it's the things you learn while learning about English and science that
2: okay. you put forward in real life. Like, it's... So really... Sorry, did I interrupt you? That you are done. Sorry.
0: you um, So really, like, the only, like, real-world thing, like, scenario, it'll give you, like, a word problem in math... And, like, they are stupid. standardized testing is stupid just in general. But I feel like the point of word problems isn't to, like, prep you for the real world by giving you an extremely unlikely situation. I feel like it's more, like, making it harder. Just, like, purposefully making you, like, dig up information. That's Which right. I get like, is probably necessary to for critical analysis, but
2: word problems suck. Right, word problems suck. I don't know. I just think it's... I always think it's kind of funny how, like... um standardized tests, sometimes they're like made individually, but they're still standardized tests. So it's like, Mm what does the word standardized mean anymore? Um, I feel like standardized tests are like the state
0: commissioned ones or like uh, like ACTN, uh, SAT.
2: Right, it's just like a small thing, but um, my main beef with the U.S. education system is standardized testing. Um, I, it's, it does more harm than good in my opinion, at mm-hmm. least, because um, for people like me who have trouble taking tests, um, like I will do fine on the work and stuff. I just can't test. Testing is really difficult for me. Um, <clears throat> and I don't know, It's for me, it's not really testing anxiety exactly. It's just like, tests are intimidating in a yeah. way.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That's like the only way I can describe it, I guess, because there's there's many people that do suffer like testing anxiety. And that's another reason why I think um, standardized tests are dumb and stupid. But I don't know. My main thing is, like, I feel like they don't really do anything positive in a way, because standardized testing is kind of just you take you do some questions. Right. And then they give you a number based on how you did the- on those questions. And that determines where you go. Mm hmm. Which I don't know, I'm not really fond of the idea. <laughs>
0: yeah. I feel like the problem with standardized testing is like right in the name, it's standardized testing, right. which is so stupid because it's so hard to hold like every student in America to the same standard.
2: Yeah. Right. Cause like everyone's different, everyone thinks differently. And it's, I don't know, It, it's dumb. We all learn differently. There's kind of yeah. the, you know, the, yeah. whole- no no man left behind ideal at least that's prevalent in America that's how they teach you stuff they throw everything at you at once and for those who don't get it like we work with them right but everyone's stuck behind so for people who work fast they're stuck with that burden but people who work slow can't keep up so there's no really like median I guess like, it's mm-hmm. kind of hard to do that because you're teaching one big group of people, right? There's yeah. how you can't really do anything efficiently, but it's also not really effective either.
1: Mm-hmm. My opinion on standardized tests is that, or what I think we should do with them is like get rid of the standardized tests that you take in third, or fourth, and fifth grade. Actually, just third and fourth because there's no reason why I shouldn't take taking the standardized tests third like, especially the reading ones. Like, what... I just don't believe that somebody that young should be taking that kind of test. It it builds like animosity towards the school. It doesn't help them learn any better. Like you're teaching them Mm -hmm. just these one thing, these series of facts that you're supposed to remember. And they haven't really built up that mental capacity to be able to take a big test like that, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. I feel like the point, the only reason like they give like children that young standardized tests is to prepare them for future standardized tests when it actually starts to matter and then i that concept is like i just hate that like that's so stupid that we're like preparing these children for taking tests for the rest of their school career because that's so much of what grade school is right and it's because you life is not closed no like no one in your job is going to force you to memorize like i don't know data to make a report about like that's never going to happen so tests are really just like supposed to be a metric of like how well do you know the lesson but i feel like all closed note tests are really not an accurate representation and of like what you know
2: i agree like In the real world, at least in an office job, let's say, um, you're always going to have resources, right? They don't just like shut you out and you have to figure everything out on your own. You're going to have help from, you know, like resources and stuff like you can't you're not just expected to know all the information all the time, because that's unreasonable to expect someone to remember all of those things. You know, like, um, for example, AP tests. Mm-hmm. specifically like um, history to te- uh, hit um, AP history tests because you're supposed to remember all of these dates and all of these events and all of these things and like how they affect each other and all of that and all of that and all of that. But how are you supposed to like remember all of that? Cause at least to me in the real world, especially now, because we have the internet, right? We have the ability to look these look these things up, right? Like if you don't remember, you just, oh, let me look it up really quick. Like, I, yeah. I don't know. I feel like the st- at least standardized testing hasn't like progressed with time. Mm-hmm.
1: I, I personally could- give AP tests more a leeway because there's like money and college on the line, but okay. still like the way, I think the AP World History Test does a better, I haven't taken it yet, but I feel like it will do a better job <laughs> of standardized testing because it's not just like dates and facts. I think a lot of mm-hmm. AP tests do that but the AP World History Test is going to, like, test us on, like, how our understanding of what went on in the past. Yeah,
0: I feel like AP history, and just, like, history in general, isn't testing you on, like, how well you know, like, what King Leopold did, or, like, the Mongols. I feel like Like, history classes are really just meant to teach you how to make connections and teach you rote memorization. Because, like, you're never... You're going to forget all that information the second you complete that class. But I feel like what is going to stick with you is the skills you learn in that class. So, I feel like the classes... Sorry. I feel like the classes themselves are, like, not the problem. The problem is, like, the way... Uh, like, most education systems expect you to learn the content of the classes.
2: After, like, something uh, something that Sean brought up was how money and, like, colleges play a big part in the education, like, the way that we're, like, we learn things, and I feel like that's so messed up, like, how we're putting economy and, like, capitalism before education. I don't know, mm-hmm. that's something that doesn't sit right with me, and, like, Um, I'm not going to branch off into an entirely different subject here, but um, that's kind of why I hate college in a way, but, like, not college. So, for example, okay, I would love the idea of, like, being able to learn more about something that I really enjoy, right, and, like, um, going – like experience, learning something that's more flexible, right? It's not like you wake up at seven in the morning, go to school for uh, eight hours a day, which is, and then go home and then do more work and then do the same thing over and over again. That's like, that's like an office job, but worse, right? And it's, it's not healthy. Um, Ali, you're muted, by the way. Um, and the thing about college is that it's super, it's like super flexible, right? You can work with your schedule and you can work with how you learn kind of like it's not exactly that but it's easier it's
1: much better than grade school
2: right but i just hate that you have to pay for it i'm like -hmm. the fact that you have to most people at least have to take out loans that they're going to pay off for the rest of their life just to get more education yeah which is really dumb and i hate it so much
0: going off what you said i am going to diverge into a different topic because there are so few things left in the world that aren't done to make money Mm -hmm. in this like day and age it has become increasingly more and more often that even like even things like art are like i just had to take a second to buffer sorry (laughs) like art (laughs) Even things like are are increasingly, like, more and more created to make money. That's why you get, like, awful sequels and, like, super huge copyright laws. And I find it, like, so sad that a lot of people, um, when they, like, go to college, they don't major in something like, oh, I think this is interesting and I think I could, like, happily do this for the rest of my life. They go to college and they pick a major, thinking what will make me the most money, even if I'm miserable doing it. Yeah. And that's just like heartbreaking
2: to me. Going back to the actual topic at hand, which is the education system. Um, don't like it. Boo. At least the U.S. Boo. The U.S. education system. I've heard other countries are a lot better. But right. Um. Another we thing. You can about... change it,
1: y'all. It doesn't take all that.
2: Right. Like we've. There's been major successes in other countries, and I don't know why we don't follow in their footsteps, because, like, they've done it effortlessly and elegantly, too.
0: Moving on to today's bonus segment, keeping in the theme of school, we're going to be
2: talking about school supplies. Okay, but, like, why is shopping for school supplies so fun? It's the only thing what? that makes excited. so much fun.
0: It makes me so excited for the beginning of school, and then I get to the first day of school, and I'm like, this sucks.
2: Right. Like, the only reason why I'm excited for school to start up again is because of the school supply shopping. I mean, seeing my friends is great and all, but when you get to go to Target, mm-hmm. like to the, the, the little stationary section, uh, feel like,
0: Check all the things off the list. Oh, my God. Going to Target is fun, but, like, nothing compares to, like, walking into the Office Depot- And
1: seeing office depot
0: hits different. (laughs) Office depot hits different. And seeing like all the school supplies stuff. Because you only ever go
2: into Office Depot to get school
0: supplies. For real. What else do you get at Office Depot?
2: I've never been to Office Depot for like anything other than school supplies. And I don't usually go to Office Depot for school supplies since like I don't really have one that's super close to where I live. Mm -hmm. Um, that's a whole lie and a half. Yes, there is. <laughs> why don't I go to? Why don't I go to Office Depot? You know what? Sorry, I just remember that there's an Office Depot like right down the street. Mm-hmm. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, um, I usually just go to Target. I think it's just because I know where everything is in Target, and I have the stuff mm-hmm. that I like. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Walmart's always crowded.
2: Yeah
0: my dad like hates
2: walmart normalcy. so much for no reason my I, I, <laughs> an issue
0: my dad takes serious issue with walmart because um for actual reasons uh <laughs> sorry i had to reboot there for a second <laughs> <laughs>
2: All, of this, like, all the time. He just
1: paused like
2: No, I didn't I did it the other day when I was in conver- like I was in the middle of a conversation with Camila and I just stopped talking for like a good 2 seconds. We were I was in the middle of a sentence too. It was hilarious. I stopped talking yeah. and she was like continue. I was like what are
0: talking about? <laughs> I'm literally exactly like my computer. Like when I wake up my computer, I can't do anything. Like I cannot click on anything without getting that like wheel Oh mm-hmm. no! You need That's a new makeup girl. I swear. I the buffet. Uh, anyway, uh, um, most of my family has beef with Walmart because of how they like go in and will like specifically target places with like local stores that most people mm. go to, and take it over with cheaper prices and corporate branding. Right. That's a good point okay cut this also walmart just makes me sad the inside of walmart's makes me sad they're so sad inside because everything's like gray (laughs) i mean i guess i see where you're
1: coming from walmart doesn't make me happy but like
2: no the inside walmart makes me sad (laughs) no you got a good point there um anyways moving on
1: (laughs) so anyways
2: (laughs) as i grow up this is so unrelated but as i grow up i realize how like minimal my school supplies are getting because like every year I spend a little bit less on school supplies like next year for the school supplies all I know is that what I'm like what I'm gonna buy is probably either like one of those you know like like the Muji notebooks kind of but like the ones that like open like a binder
0: Mm -hmm.
2: okay I'll either buy those or like one giant like five subject notebook from five star and then one of these like clip folio things. Okay, if you, since y'all can't see that I'm listening, it's like a clipboard and like it opens up from the bottom and there's like a clip inside and then like holds stuff inside. I don't know, it's great because you can move around and stuff so like when you start doing like, I don't know, group work with people. Cause that's the thing that we used to do. Um, You don't have to like bring a whole binder with you to walk around. Um, and also it just keeps things organized. And I'll probably buy like three folders. <laughs> then like yeah. obviously your essentials like your pens and pencils and all of that mm-hmm. but like that's all you really need at least in high school yeah
1: and it's really even less because of covid like probably next year yeah because COVID- with- things are still going to be online
0: because in like elementary and middle school you need like all these supplies because you're doing like super involved like arts and crafts
1: right
0: for like learning and stuff but once you get to the high school it's mostly lecture notes mm-hmm. like 90 percent lecture notes
1: at least at our high school
2: this is so random, but I don't know how, like, I used to be, I used to be this kid that used like multiple pens and colors and stuff when they were taking notes. I don't know how people do it. Like, how do I you was, have time to do it? Right. No. Like, how do y'all have time to make your notes that pretty and listen to take the next lecture? Like, geez, my the, there notes was, black and white.
1: There was a month where I started to like take notes in color for our AP World History class. Mm-hmm. And I stopped taking notes altogether <laughs> this month. <laughs> so probably not what i'm going to do in the future but i try at least try well, color coding
2: i was a kid that didn't take notes period um mm-hmm. and then i just realized like i started falling asleep in class so i have to keep i have to take notes um, but all of my notes are in black and white just 1 g2 0.3 pen and some paper and a notebook i have one notebook for everything one notebook mm. for everything i Don't care. The only system of organization that I need are maybe like those binder tabs, but I don't even use those half the time. I just look for the notes because I know where they are. Yeah. I
0: have one like binder for like all my classes and I have like folders to like, just like keep stuff in for each subject. Cause I don't mm-hmm. clean out my folders, my science folder. I have not taken anything out of it since the first day of school. It's like an inch thick.
2: No, because your <laughs> Spanish folder is literally falling apart. And there's, and I've seen your, I don't know how your your science folder is keeping it together. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know either. Honestly, I
0: aspire to be like my science folder.
1: <laughs> the thing that messes me up about like going to shop for school supplies um, is that like sometimes Or all the time, at least. Like, you'll get like a whole bunch of stuff, but half of that you will not need. Like, they have like Mm -hmm. the checklist they need to get, and half of that you will never use. And I'm like, or like they'll ask you to get a composition notebook and then use one page out of it. And I'm like, well, like, yeah.
2: No, because, Um, okay, sorry, this is so kind of awesome. I remember in the beginning of the school year this year, they didn't give like the regular classes a supply list at all and but like I saw this and then I saw like the school list for Cambridge y'all had like three things for each class I was like yo what happened Mm. like those lengthy school lists and stuff
0: okay so I don't know what you were looking at but the email that I got from the school had like all the lists of last year's supplies because teachers didn't have supply lists this year so and they were like lengthy like they had all these things so I bought all these things and then all my teachers were like oh yeah those weren't really the supply list for this year you're not gonna need like any of that right so I brought I brought like all this stuff on the first day of school and I'm just saying they're like all right
2: okay (laughs) no because my backpack is so heavy the first day of school every year consistently and I I I'm not taking anything out
1: next year she's gonna be a, a binder and some paper
2: no, oh, literally fruit. next year, the first day of school, I'm really considering just bringing like a tote bag or something. I don't <laughs> care. Don't give to like, no, don't. Because I almost, I was thinking about it this year too. I was like, you know what? I never usually end up needing anything the first day of school anyways, but and then I second guessed myself. I was like, no, what if I do? And yeah. then
0: here we are. My, fav- my favorite thing is like the end of the school year when you just have like an empty backpack. <clears throat> it's so... It's, like, on the last day of school when you, like, don't even bring a backpack oh, to school. Yeah. It's so much fun. I love it so much.
2: No, I, I always backpack. bring a backpack on the last day of school because I'm always bringing all these games.
1: The thing for me is the fact that, like, I take the bus, right? And so getting on the bus with no backpack on is just, like, a relief. It's a it's different ex- experience. It's a different experience. And you only know, like, to experience that once every 365 days. And <laughs> that's amazing.
0: May, May is, like, my favorite month of the year because, like, you really feel that, like, like, it's mm-hmm. like finals and stuff, which is like, ugh. But you really start to feel that, like, end of the school year feeling. Yeah. And that's like the best feeling in the world. Like, I don't even care about, like, summer. If I could have an entire year of the <laughs> of last May. day of school. If I could have an entire year of the last day of school, ugh, Ooh. I could die happy.
2: I know we kind of diverged. Di- diverged? Diverged. Diverged. <laughs> oh. <laughs> From the actual topic, which is school supplies. Um, but yeah, I still stand by the fact that food truck food is so good for no reason at all. Yeah. I've only eaten
0: out of like I've only ever eaten from like two food trucks in my life, but like both of them were just like Chef's Kiss, amazing. Right, so good.
1: But now that I think about it, I don't think I've ever had like guacamole. Anyways, back to the original. <laughs>
2: no, no, <laughs> no, no, no! <laughs> you need to move on. You need to move Hold on. on.
0: <laughs> You've never had guacamole.
1: Why don't we talk about? Why don't we talk help about? Me, like, help you, sorry. Okay, go. So, what you Lord, trying to do?
2: I gotta
1: quit. So for our final topic, we're gonna be talking about what makes a good student. Because we all were talking about how like the school system is like modeled for the specific kind of person, and we need to understand like that can only be for like one out of a thousand people. So mm-hmm. what do you guys think makes a good student?
0: And like the way the American like education system. Right. Um,
1: and not necessarily just in the educational system, just like what makes a good student a good student? Like what qualities do they have?
2: Well, in general, I feel like a good student knows their strengths and weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But in the American school system, I feel like the only thing they ever want you is like to do is like, be this genius and like understand everything all the time and like not be able to per- procrastinate. You
0: definitely have to be good at like memorization.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Because that's of, like, yeah.
2: Yeah, a lot of um, education now is kind of like rote, it's rote memorization and like the Socratic method and stuff. And that's not how like children learn, at least. I mean, it could work for adults. Like, why not? But, um, for children and like teenagers and stuff, like we're not built for that. We need like interaction. Cause like, I don't know. Interaction is what works best for me at least. And for like a lot of people that I know, like we need things to like keep us engaged constantly and to like stimulate our brains and keep us focused. Um, but when you're just giving us like worksheets and stuff we're not really retaining anything from it. It's just us answering questions and with mm-hmm. the information that you're giving us. So at least for me, it doesn't help at all. I feel like I'm not learning anything, but I'm learning everything at the same time. So I don't know.
1: I actually have a question though. So like within the education system here in America, how do you think people that don't fit into that model can succeed? Like what would it take for them to be able to succeed? Like what would they need to know?
2: Well, at least for me, the only reason why I'm succeeding is because I'm good at adapting. and i've found like a system that works for me mm-hmm. that i've been able to like work with it's not foolproof uh, given this gorgeous grades um but <laughs> it works enough and uh and honestly i'm gonna be honest i am pretty smart <laughs> at least yeah. for um i don't know for the american standard i guess i'm not stupid i'm Pretty intelligent so i i'm able to work with what i have um but not everyone has that luxury so mm-hmm. i don't it really just depends on where you are on this scale and mm. a lot of people don't like scale not spectrum scale why did i say scale spectrum um it's a spectrum not like a category thing um right. yeah so it really just depends on what kind of person you are and you can't really do anything with it if you're in Really, the polar opposite. Because some people, there are some people that I know that are extremely smart and they're geniuses, but they can't articulate it because they don't have like the vocabulary or anything, or or um they don't just they don't understand the things that are being given to them because it doesn't work for mm-hmm. them. Right. I'm, I've gotten not great at articulating the things that are in my brain. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, so just fun. like the moral, just being able to be flexible with your classes yeah. and the way the teacher chooses to.
0: And I do feel I do feel another important thing is like trying different things and finding a way of like specifically like studying that works for you because like no matter what your teachers try to like tell you there's no one way to work a problem there's no one way to study there will always be like a different way you could like figure out a problem and the most important thing is figuring out the way that like works in your brain because sometimes teachers will say things and like it just makes zero sense to you but if you like look it up and like try to find other ways to do it you could find one that clicks
2: right that's that also kind of reminds me of like the um there's this there's always a conversation that comes to the surface every now and then which is like wait how do you add eight plus five or something like that and how I do it is I take two from five take that to ten and then take the remainder and make that 13 but other people would take five from eight and make that ten or like you know what I mean like that's how they work brain, the yeah. and that's and it's different for everyone um and that goes for like studying too a lot of teachers don't realize that a lot of students don't know how to study because they've never been taught how to study at least for yeah. the 50 kids like I know in Cambridge about three-fourths of the population don't know how to study yeah. all of my friends including these two um don't know how to study. <laughs> Um, I'm the only one I know that knows how to like study at least accurately and has to study for things. Um, but my friends, because <laughs> they're smart enough, they don't have to study. Um, and that's a privilege. And that's really cool that you guys don't have to study because you're just smart enough to do like that, or you guys are just fine and you can compromise.
1: Um I don't think it's about being smart enough not being like not being able to study. I don't know. I feel like there's more being smarter to study and know how to study, I think that also yeah. gives points.
2: Okay, there's two different types of intelligence that apply to different things, but what I'm referring to is like the intelligence to like be good at test taking or like good enough at test taking, because you know. Yeah. And I also feel like is one of the dumbest people I know on this earth, but is so good at test taking. She doesn't know yeah. as anything what's going on, but if you give her a test and some notes, she'll fi- she'll get a 100 without it though. Mm-hmm. I think
0: the main thing with like people who have been told they're like extremely intelligent and gifted since they were like five is when you don't really have to study for like basic stuff, like the stuff you learn in elementary and middle school, you just get into a habit of like assuming you don't have to study. Right. And when you get into like high school, which we are now uh, and you do have to start studying or else you will get like a 60 or a 50. It's difficult. Cause like what diamond said, they just don't tell you how. Mm-hmm.
1: Like so, being able to study while you're young and being able to know how to navigate, how to just how to study in general, knowing how to study young can really help you in the long run. That mm-hmm. rhymes, anyways.
2: <laughs> um, um, but studying a lot for me is just like testing myself on the no- on the knowledge. Like mm-hmm. yeah, so that's. That's another thing I'd like to go off of. Um,
0: Like, to be a good student is, like, using every tool, like, you have available. Using every tool, like, you have in your arsenal, I suppose. Like, using, like, the internet and videos to help you study. Using, like, books if you need it. Um, Like, if what you're doing, like, right then, like, doesn't work, try to find, like, other tools. And...
1: Yeah, whether it's watching a video on YouTube or writing it down a hundred times on a you know sheet of paper it really all depends on you um but yeah what else makes a good student so yeah, knowing your strengths and weaknesses and knowing how to study um
2: there's a lot of like a lot of adults i know really love leadership in children but i feel like it's kind of irresponsible in a way for lack of a better phrase to expect leadership skills out of I don't know, children. Um, Like I was, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm one of the kids that has good leadership skills, Um, but that's just, cause some kids have leadership skills and that's fine. Like I'm not saying those are bad, but like, I feel like it's kind of irresponsible to expect leadership skills out of everyone. Not everyone is built to be a leader and you can't expect everyone to be a leader. Right.
1: Mm -hmm. I also think knowing when to ask help That's so important. That's so
0: important. Yeah. Because, like, you might think, like, oh, like, asking for, like, a tutor or, like, someone to help me with my homework, like, (laughs) makes me, like, dumb. It doesn't make you dumb. It makes you smart for knowing when you need outside help.
2: Right. Like, people, like, having a a tutor is so stigmatized. Like, I have one. I have a tutor. And I'm so glad I have a tutor. Tutors don't make you stupid. They just, it just shows that you're mature enough to recognize that you need extra help and that's okay mm-hmm. you know like you're allowed to ask questions like teachers are always like you can ask me questions that's what I'm here for but like you really never that. answer them
0: and that concludes today's discussion about school yeah an issue that plagues us all <laughs>
2: <laughs> ha 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 funny joke school bad we're going over figurative language in our english class right now and puns was one of the things that we had to learn so that was kind of random but i just thought i should put that out there for the listeners <laughs> who don't know um so
0: school bad i'm a rebellious teenager
1: whoa i'm I at the skate park
0: at I go to the skate park <laughs> and i don't listen to my mom <sighs> <sighs>
1: I get detention, Uh, like, twice a week.
0: I get detention, because after-school detention is definitely a thing that's common.
2: What is, like, like, I know there's, like. I know there's has to be some
0: schools that do after-school detention. I've never been in one. Yeah,
2: because there's ASD, which is after-school detention, and then there's, like, LSD. ISD. ISD, which is in-school detention, and, like. Mm
1: -hmm. Anyways. We got to Sorry,
2: I started talking, and here we are.
0: Anyway, if you have any uh, topic ideas, give us an email, textingoutloud at gmail.com. Um, give us a, like, contact us on Twitter. Leave a comment under our Instagram post. All our socials can be found at our website, textingoutloud.card.co, card with two R's. Um, what else? I know you're trying to remember that. I got the whole spiel memorized, it's all in my head.
1: Um, follow us on. Spotify and Apple Podcasts. rate, us rate on on Apple on Podcast. Apple
0: Podcasts. Please. Yeah. Please. Do it. Um, and
1: thank you guys for listening. Thank you
0: Thanks
1: so much for listening. Stay hydrated. Ooh.
0: Have a nap if you need one.
1: <laughs> Drink some coffee in the morning. That and remember
0: know. that your mental health is more important
2: than school. So true. And work. Thank you. And work for the adults that are listening. Take like a sick day. Yeah. Just because you're not literally physically sick doesn't mean that you don't need a break. So.
0: Bye, besties. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> besties. <laughs> Bye, besties. Bye,
2: besties.